Hello everybody, welcome back, episode 28, How to Ruin a Good Walk podcast, we're back on a miserable, wet, rainy Monday. We are, we have had to cancel filming this morning, as the weather is absolutely, as Alex would describe, biblical outside. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that, so we went down to Mottram like 9 o'clock, driving in, puddles everywhere, now bear in mind Mottram's built on sand, it is probably like the driest golf club going yeah, around, yeah. everywhere else must just literally be underwater, so hopefully wherever you listen to this from, your start of the week's been better than ours. Absolutely, and your week or golf has potentially not been affected by the rain. Yeah. Interestingly though, when we get onto the P- talk about the PJ Tour, yeah. that was affected we by the have, rain. We should have gone out in it and just sort of shown Saying that the camera gear wouldn't It wouldn't have lasted. It was shocking. Anyway. We would have gone out, honestly, apart from the camera gear. (laughs) Um, If you're new to the podcast, we have four sections. Chop of the week, tour trash talk, watch your beef, and tech talk. And we're actually hitting all four this week because we've got a bit of everything. We've got a bit of beef. We have got a little bit of beef. Well, Josh has got a bit of beef. Serious beef. Well, no, actually, technically... We Our haven't friend got the, has beef. We haven't got the beef. People who've written in have got the beef, but we've got beef on their beef. Exactly. So beef on beef. There's a lot of beef. Anyway. If you're not vegetarian, please don't, <laughs> please don't turn off. <laughs> Let's start with Chopper of the Week, as always. And Josh, I am going to hold my hands up on this one. Okay, so let me put this in perspective. So Friday afternoon, Friday just gone, right? Um, we thought... You know what? We'll, we'll go and play somewhere. So me, Josh, my dad, and Sam, one of our friends, went to uh, Cavendish Golf Club. If you've never played it before, highly recommend it. Absolutely. And, uh, thank you for thank you to Lee, uh, head pro there, for um, being very welcoming to us. Very welcoming. Yes. Um, so lovely golf course, actually designed by. And look, I've been telling everybody this. Designed by the same gentleman uh, who designed Augusta, and you can definitely see that in terms of the greens. No joke, right? It's on a bit of a hill, so like... A you bit. Could... A bit of it. No, it's not actually that hilly, though. Think Mate, about... If it's... you think about the whole golf course, it's not actually that hilly. It's not, but when you look at it from the 18th and you look at the yeah, yeah. second hole, it's a big hill. But the mad thing is, it'll look like you've got a downhill putt and it'll be uphill. So, the best one I can describe, that third hole, I uh, probably the best drive that I hit all well, day. You, you drove the green. Drove, dro- drove the you green. Me, he's, he's just basically teamed me up to say this. Oh, did you drive the green, mate? I did drive the green. Drove the green, 10 foot away, came off a bogey. Yeah, no, I didn't. I came off with par. <laughs> Cheers. But I was stood on the back edge of the green, and it looked like I had a downhill putt yeah, from yeah. where I was stood. I made the putt, and it was like four foot short, and I was like, How? I went to the other side. But then my dad was like, That's uphill. That's uphill. And yeah. I was like, Josh was like, No, it's, it's not. It's definitely not. It was uphill. It's ridiculous. If you've not been, go and play it. The one thing I don't understand is why the bloke that um, designed Augusta thought, do you know what? I'm going to do one in Buxton. I'm going to go to Buxton. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. No, on a, on, a, on a bit of history, we sort of said that at the time, didn't we? And basically, Buxton used to be a very posh sort of spring town yep. sort of thing. Yep. Um, but anyway, back to sort of yeah. the, the chopper sort of antics. So we played this round. It was Josh and Sam versus me and my dad. Um, nip and top match did like better ball Stableford and we were we'll tell you about the overall score in a minute will we yeah. uh, and we got to like the 6th 7th hole Sam's playing nicely Sam's basically keeping your team at in this him. point and was, my yeah. dad's pretty much keeping yeah. us in um, basically we both had shockers uh, well you had more of a shocker than me <laughs> um, Josh was getting very hungry very aggy very scatty in his golf <laughs> toys went out the pram. Yeah. So he's missed it. He's at a tee shot, like, high right into the tree, about 15, no, about 30 yards in front of him off the tee. Finds it, knobs it out, 
Okay, still in play. Nobs it left into the bunker. No, nobs it left to a chip. Duffs the chip. Into duffs the, the next shot. Duff the bunker. Picks his ball up. Storms off. I was like, I like had to kneel down by my bag and have a second. <laughs> like, I was so I close to just leaving. Uh, guys, what it is? Uh, I'll see you by the car. Oh yeah, I couldn't wait by the car. It's not even like you can go. Oh, I'm going to go for a drink, guys, and bother this. No, you don't drink. No, exactly. But yeah, it did not go well. And the toys definitely came out of the problem. It was like a baby. However, after that, he played all right. I didn't play too bad. Played all right. I just yeah. needed a minute. <laughs> after that, he sorted himself out, picked himself up, and he actually had to apologise to the group and like. Oh, I did. Sorry there, lads. I went. I went. I went off and on for a minute there. I did, but I will hold my hands up. Hey, it happens to the best of us. Do you know what I'm it saying? Does, it does, but at least he didn't throw any clubs. It was a bit childish, mate. You kicked your bag at one point. I kicked the bag. You hit it with I your hit club. Hit the bag with a club. Did it fall over? Yes, it did. It did, but it was fine. I said sorry to it. So, do you want to tell everyone about the result yeah, and what so, happened? Okay. This is another chopper for me. Okay, this is another bit of chopper, and actually more on golf ability. No, golf bottle is what I say. And ability. Uh, you got the ability, just not the ball. Um, <laughs> probably the nicest thing I've ever said. About it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, another thing, I was living in Josh's head rent-free about is putting the whole way around. Changed my grip halfway around and my stance. To be fair, you put it better after that. I did, I did. Okay, so let's go back to the results. So with two holes, three holes to go, um, it's par four down the hill. Me and Dad are actually, actually, two holes to go, me and Dad are two points behind. Okay. One hole to go. Me and Dad are two points behind. So Josh and Sam step on the 18th tee. Bit of a dog leg to the right, innit? And I hit the purest purest drive. drive. It suits Sam's shape. Sam hits a pretty good drive. Dad hits a great drive. I hit an all right drive as well. I hit a big, big draw. So Josh is like down the middle of the fairway, right? I'm on the path. Dad's on the path. Both have to take relief. Dad's hit it back left. Your dad hit it off the path. I hit it off the path. Like back left of the green. I took relief. But in this meantime, Josh, Josh plays a shot. Sam's a little bit out of the hole. He's not played a great shot. Ball below the feet. Ball below the feet. I struck it well. Struck it well. Josh is basically, it's like a, an island green almost. Yeah. It's like a ravine off either yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Josh hits it right into the bunker. Yeah. But I, I'm talking like steep face. Steep face. Like, like so you couldn't hard. see over the top of the bunker. No. Like, you're, you're six foot. Yeah, six two. Six two. You couldn't see over the top of the bunker. So I take this unbelievable shot below my feet 50 degree it was hit it pure. to about two feet yeah i'm thinking i've got this boy here because if <laughs> i make birdie and he doesn't score me and dad win we don't just half we win we score three points we take a win by one so josh and you didn't mind telling me that either, no did i didn't you? mind telling you that the whole way up to the thing i said to dad like we've got him here so josh hits this bunker shot well i say hits this bunker shot fluffs it out the bunker first time managed to get out yeah he's then played three now okay he's got a shot on this hole let's let's keep that in mind here he then Nice to chip across the green on this like fluffy lie. Yeah. But on the way up to hitting this chip, he's gone to me, Alex, you sort of like got any advice to play this? I'm like, mate, you got to hit that hard. Like, because like it's in like a bit of deep grass. And I wasn't doing no, you in there. I, I was no, like no, no. being like deadly serious. He did me. And then he, so the green's in the mid, flag's in the middle. Josh I'd have been best, it 40 best foot fluff, past I'd have been best the fluffing green. it on. And then he goes, another put back, another put back, another put. But in this time, actually, Sam's somehow back in the game. He's played like yeah. a worldly chip onto the green. Yeah. And then Sam three puts from like 15 feet. And then I've got a little tiddler for two foot to win the match. You mean that win after not being on the whole I, game? Uh, I, had a sh- I had an absolute shock. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't a great display of golf. It wasn't. It, I don't think... I, yeah, I think your dad played well. Dad played really well. I recommend but I don't think, his handicap. I don't think the other three of us really played to our, no, as no, good as we could no. have played. But part of me is, I, like, you don't know the course. What do you remember though, mate? I reckon what if... What do you remember about that game? Me making bird in the last. Losing, yeah. No, me making bird in the last. But I think we... Um, I think if I went back and played again, I think I'd play better because you, you know you... You were invited back because people who have paddies don't get invited back. You know you way around. 
You know what I'm saying? You know you were out. So, so behaviour is expected. All right, all right. But yes, I'm, I'm not playing it. I will take not Chopper of the Week. I'm not playing it. It wasn't quite that bad. But I would take Chopper of the Week. Do you know what we've not mentioned about this whole thing? The honesty box. Unbelievable. Okay, so... I mean, should we, we got, it? Yeah, well, don't so, go and rub it. So like combined it. <laughs> um, so on the ninth hole, it's... A, it's yeah, it was like about the 11th hole, hole it? on the ninth hole you can see it yeah so we can see like these like boxes full of like we couldn't tell what it was from there mm. just like this, these boxes of what we think's food but we think oh that is for a golf day so we get round to the 11th hole back to the other 12th there's this honesty box no halfway house no halfway house honesty box like sandwiches uh, unreal by the way chicken stuffing wasn't well, the, it? yeah that chicken stuffing sandwich Cheese I was and onion, boss beef, so good crisps uh, chocolate bars beers a lot. anything everything right so it just says honesty box gives you like a price list of what they expect to put in so we donated accordingly. Um, in fact, I might add one to add here. We added a little bit extra. Yes. Because we don't take, you can't take change out of it. You understand this? <laughs> Imagine right, that. Right? Yeah. Because so you open up this box, and I kid you not, this box is stuffed, stuffed Four, to the brim yeah. of pound coins. I must be four hundred quid in there. Oh I'm man. like, these people are honest around here. Yeah. You put that at Golf Club Brown here, it's gone. It's, yeah. The the thing is, I think the thing is there is well, it's so far out in the sticks. Yeah. That yeah. And it's like in the middle of the course. There's no, you're nowhere near the clubhouse. You, you, are if you? anybody, if, if you go in there, you cause a mischief. Yeah, exactly. So, unbelievable place. If you get a chance to go and play it, go and play it. It is class. Yeah, highly class. recommend it. But um, don't have, if you've got, if you suffer with vertigo, please don't go. <laughs> yeah, it's very, yes. The, the slopes and everything just mess with your head. So, let's leave that there. I am Trophy of the Week. I'll take that. Let's move on to Tour Trash Talk. Okay. And this week, on the PJ Tour, we had the AT&T Byron Nelson at TPC Craig Ranch, okay? The winner was KH Lee, 25 under par. He had a six under final round, unreal. Then we had Sam Burns up there again, finishing second at 22 under par. That is a win He's and a second. Yeah, he is playing well at the minute. And you, we said last week about... Ryder Cup, and you were like, oh, I don't know. If he keeps going, he's really going to put himself in contention, isn't he? Keeps going, he'll play his way into it. Absolutely, or definitely to a, uh, a wild card. Pick. Yeah, and then tied third, we had Kazir Berger, Stalling, Stallings. I don't know how you want to say that. And Schwartzel, twenty-one. Schwartzel, that's a good, good, good sort of uh, good run for him. He's not been a bit quiet for probably. I'm going to say like two or three years. Yeah, absolutely. Apart from when that boy's in South Africa, he's like the king of South Africa. Yes. Him and Louis, Louis, eh? Um, eh? Louis, eh? <laughs> got to go to South Africa, mate. And the player... That's horrendous. Stop. You, Stop. You've got a Limpa Creek, eh? Stop. That, by the way, so, Limpa Creek is... Oh, we've heard stories about that. Listen back to episode one. So, KH Lee won, and he becomes the eighth South Korean winner on tour. Oh, no. The eighth South Korean win on tour, not winner. Win. Uh, but what was amazing to see, KJ Choi was waiting for him on the 18th to celebrate, nice. which wow. was nice. Um, and just some, like, 600 on your final round is is serious and they had some tough we're going to talk about the conditions he had some tough conditions to deal with um, on that last day yeah we saw the Instagram in didn't we yeah so like, just ridiculous basically if we look out the window here it was basically like what we wimped out on this morning yes there was like a looking like a river down the fairway river in the middle of the fairway they were, they were coming squeegeeing the greens in between each player putting yeah. I don't get right I could only think that they've not called it off because there's a major this week trying to get yeah so they wouldn't want to run and finish on a Monday with there being a major week because, because people want to get there and practice get there, exactly. exactly if but that wasn't a major week that precedes this I reckon just going to say they would have suspended play. suspended play and this is the thing it was bad to the point where Charles Schwartz had to turn his hat backwards to port yeah. because if he, if the water was dripping too much down, too much down. Go out with your hat wouldn't it mate pops off that yeah, yeah. 
Um, Watch our videos, How to Win a Good Walk, guys. If you listen to the podcast, make sure you go and check them out. Radioactive Hat. Radioactive Hat. It's a very <laughs> nice hat. But also, um, thank you for the um, reception on our videos that we did with 2020 Pro Tour. Yes. Uh, with Nick Marsh. We've got um, some others coming up in the next few weeks um, when we're with 2020 Pro Tour again, as well as our weekly content. So do go and check that out. So just want to touch on, before we go on to the European Tour, because that was the big story this week, we want to touch on Sam Burns. He was 20 under... Through 54 holes, he was leading through 54 holes. He had a two under final round, okay? He still played well, Still around. unbelievable final round. But this lad, kid, you could say, in terms of golf. How old is he? Not very. <laughs> How old is he? Not very. <laughs> like he, I think he's early 20s. That's he's all not subjective. What's not very old? Well, all right. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I in know. the fact is, he's young in his career. I want to be specific. Very good, well done, mate. He's young in his career, and to have won an event in the last couple of weeks, to finish second in this event, he is showing some serious form. Some serious, serious form. I agree, I agree. Now, obviously, he will secure his card next year and all that stuff, but like we said, Ryder Cup this year, he has got to be putting his name in that. Got yeah. to be. To fair dues to him for that, absolutely. So, let's get on to the big talking points, okay, shall I we? I think he will make it. I don't know if he'll make it as a guaranteed, but if he keeps playing like he's playing, there's no reason why he won't get picked. You heard it here first. Just saying. Just saying, because he is some player. Um, so let's get on to the, the big talking point. So we had the European Tour was the Betfred British Masters at the Belfry. Now, if you want any reason to watch golf, or any this reason is to reason why we all peg it up on a weekend, on a Saturday, we all peg it up in a comp, yeah. this is it. 100%. Okay, mate. Let's just go. Richard Bland, 478 attempts? 478th event on the European Tour that he's played. I'm going to say a career that's spanned 20 years, I'm going to say. He's been there a while. Yeah. and He looks weathered a bit, doesn't he? He's a journeyman, isn't he? He's it? a journeyman. Yeah. But So his 478th start and his first win on tour, and he won the Betfred British Masters with 1,300 pounds. He won the playoff. But this is the, this is the thing, okay? He didn't just make a two-foot putt to get into a playoff. He made a 28-foot putt on the 18th. Yeah. That, that, that I was there uh, with Gold Monthly three weeks ago. So that is a massively right-to-left putt. So it's like that 18th green's like three tiers right. like this, right? But all like McKenzie drops. Yeah. And it all sits significantly like towards you. So to get it back there originally is unbelievable shot. Yeah. Then to hold that putt that snakes quite considerably right to left is a joke. And that's this is the thing, is held the putt and then had to then got, got himself into the playoffs. Twenty eight foot putt to get yourself into a playoff. Like you said, absolutely dropping bombs. He's gotta think though, like don't know, don't quote me on this, but I'm sure he's probably been in a playoff before. Or been close to a playoff yeah. before. He's gotta have some sort of balls to complete that, hasn't he? Well you're the he's, he's, got, been no, there. he's got no belief really. Like, in terms of being able to win. Yeah, exactly. After 478 times thinking, fucking hell, maybe it's not for me, this. Yeah, exactly. And he won on the first player hole as well um, against, again, here we go, Guido M Migliosi. Miglio, Mig yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, obviously, he finished 13 under par as well and, and lost in the playoff to, to Richard Brown. Then we had Dave Copeland, Miko Kohonen, and... Kohonen. Kohonen. And Adrian Moronk at 12 under par. So, very, very close scoring. So, fair dues to him for having that, you said, having that nerve, having that bottle. Because if we go back to like two years ago, 
um, he, maybe uh, maybe three, two to three years ago, something along those lines, he lost his European tour card, right? So imagine you're keeping your card. Let's say he's kept his card for the last 15 years. Yep. Round numbers. Um, then he's lost his card. Some people in his is in sort of position might be thinking, you know I'm what? Done I've done it. Like, yeah. He could have quite easily been the demise of his career yeah. going back to Challenge Tour. But he, he then he finished come, top 15. You say he comes straight back. Come straight back up. And then now, let's say a year and a half down the line, 18 months down the line, he's now first time European Tour winner. But the best thing about this was, um, which I'll let Josh sort of explain this, he went into the final round, three shots back of Eddie Pepperell, which you actually think, looking at that, Eddie Pepperell, strong player, good English player, good English conditions, um, probably expected to actually go out and complete and get that win. Yep. He was then uh, on the final round with... Uh, sorry, finished the round, and then Tim Barter, his coach, was all interviewing. Yep. Mate, I was like, are they crying? Yeah, he was... So he basically came out and tweeted after. So you basically saw them celebrating uh, on the... Like, it looked like father and son. Uh, not, yeah. not because of the age, because they both looked similar ages. Yeah. Um, but just they, the way, like... They've been together, they've obviously been together for years and stuff. takes some dedication to your coach, that, because after a point, you, like, as a good player and as a good sportsman, you're thinking... Is it this me? Is, is this is it working? My, is it my team? Yeah. Do I need to change my team? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? So fair play to sticking by. And f- well, so well, they've been a team for over twenty years. Again, his yeah. career must have spanned twenty yeah. years at least. Um, and he tweeted. Richard Bland tweeted after the event, saying, "This was m- as much yours as it was mine at Tim Barter Golf." So obviously, goosebumps. Yeah, but then I want to talk about others that that sort of came out and talked about uh, Richard Bland here. So Fred Couples. Obviously, we all know Fred, Fred Couples, like big, it was big. Fred time. Couples. Shut up. So, what his nickname was? Forget uh, it. No, something to do with rhythm, jazz. Go on. No, you're close, actually. Freddie Boom Boom Couples. Because yeah. he used to be like long dog. Like yeah. he still hits it quite a long way, I think, for his age. He has back problems, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he wears um, trainers. Yeah. Yes. Knew that, see, look at that knowledge. So he came out and he tweeted... We're spongy trainers. <laughs> he came out and he tweeted, I just saw something that inspired me and reminded me why golf is the greatest game. Richard Bland, who hadn't won in the previous 478 starts, wins the hashtag British Masters in a playoff on the European Tour. Congrats. Then Southampton Football Club tweeted, big cr- congratulations to Saints fan at Richard Bland on his first European Tour win. Tommy Fleetwood came out. What a finish to the British Masters. So happy to see Blandy get an amazing first European Tour win at the tender age of 48. Well done, Danny Willett as well. Stephen Fry, if at first you don't succeed, at Richard Bland has just won the British Masters at 48 years old, first ever win. Basically, they all follow the same sort of thing here. And then this is interesting. The So Guido Migliosi, who was in the playoff with him, came out and said, what a week. Sadly, didn't get the win, but huge congratulations to Richard Bland on victory at the 4 and 78th attempt. Very much deserved, Bandy. Like, Nick Doherty came out and said something. Justin Rose, congratulations. Exactly. So his coach came out. Finally, the dream came true. A European Tour win for Blandy. Couldn't be more proud of him, having coached him for 20 years and all 478 starts on the European Tour. I've seen how hard he's worked to stay competitive for four, at 48 years old. Lee Westwood came out. Thomas Bjorn came out like this guy is popular. Yeah. So because he's got two year exemption now, this could this you never know. He could open the floodgates. He could he, he could win a few times. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, forty nine is he? Forty eight. Forty eight. Two years. So he's there. He's got a card now to at least him being fifty. Yeah. And then he'll probably have some career money starts as well because obviously how how much money he's earned over his career. 
I bet you he's probably got... He'll probably play for the next three, two to five years. Yeah. I reckon just going to and put, sort of play worry-free. Right, that's the thing. That's the thing now. But like it? Lee Westwood says, like, I mean, Lee was slightly different position. He's won multiple times on tour. But I think guys in the, their position now who obviously earn a considerable amount of money over their career are dangerous. when they can, Especially now where you can believe he can win. Yeah. He's done it once. Why can't I do it again kind yeah. of thing? Um, so, yeah, amazing scenes like, Congratulations to Richard Bland. Like, that's unbelievable. Big up Bland. Something else I want to talk Big about. Big up my G. Matt Wallace. I'm going to let you take this one, lad. Matt Wallace. Where was he? I mean, if I'm being perfectly honest, I think it's shambolic. So, so let's just put this in perspective. I'm going to read Matt Wallace's Instagram profile to you now. So basically... While Alex is getting this up, Matt Wallace was not at the event. So, it says, Matt Wallace, 50.1k followers. (coughs) Sorry, we had. What? (laughs) Oh, take (laughs) that. Look at him. (laughs) Big times, big time. Um, Okay, at Callaway Golf, at Audemars Piaget, at Jay Lindbergh, at NetJets, at Solagrande UK Island. Uh, at the Belfry Golf Hotel and Resort. So that implies to me, sponsored by the Belfry. Correct. Okay, look on his T-shirt. What did you see there, Josh? The Belfry. Okay. Um, so if we're looking at that there, it would pretty much say that he's sponsored by the Belfry. Yes. Okay, so if you're sponsored by the Belfry and it's hosting what is potentially one of the bigger tournaments of the year, yes, you should probably be there to help your sponsors out, right? Well, this is the thing. He... Obviously, for me, yes, you should be there. However, it's major week. I don't know why you're sticking up for him. I'm, I'm not sticking guy, up for him. Guy sponsored by NetJets, mate. I'm not sticking up for him. So, therefore, he can fly from here to America in a very short space of time. That is a very, very big week for his sponsors. So you probably pay him a considerable amount of money. Do you know that? For fact. Mate, that guy's not just name for free. I'm just saying, mate. I'm just saying. It's major week. Okay, 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 okay. Let me put this to you. Right? You are on the European Tour, on the PGA Tour. Yeah. You're playing in the US PGA. Yeah. There's an event at Motram Hall. Yeah. They say, because that's where you're based in the minute. Yeah. It's the Betfred Masters at Motram Hall. But you are, you've got a chance to win the US PGA. What are you doing? The following week? Yeah. I'm playing there. You're going to say that though, aren't you? No, I'm not, because you think about it. If his career started to demise, your sponsors prop you up with money to be able to play. Yeah, but maybe he's had the conversation with them saying, look, your event's the week before the USPGA. Sure, you'd rather me be there flashing out your brand and potentially winning... You've done me that. ...than being at your event. You've done me that. I'm just saying. There's enough big big name players there. They're getting enough... Yeah, they're getting well, enough... He is the face of the Belfry. He is the face of the Belfry, but they're getting enough exposure because Sky Sports are there. Yeah, but I don't know. Why does it matter that Matt Wallace is there? I just think it's not cricket. He's over in America with the Belfry on his shirt. I think it's not cricket. Well, no, it's golf, mate. So. It's the term of (laughs) being right and wrong. So, I'm just saying, and now we've talked about it being Major Week, this week is Major Week. US PJ Championship. That led nicely. Second major of the year. That led nicely. It did, didn't it? See, that's just rolling. That is planning that. So, 
Some big talking points before we get on who we're going to win. DJ withdrew from the AT&T this week with knee discomfort. But... That's precautionary, I reckon. This thing, he's been seen practising. Yeah. So... Precautionary, that. So, so, so... Is he there practising, hoping for the best? Hoping that he's going to be able to crack on and play? I.e. Brooks Kepka at the Masters. Beware of the injured golfer. That's all I'm going to tell you. Well, it'll be very, very interesting to see. However, he's not up there. Well, he's up there, but he's not one of the favourites. You well, he's not the favourite. You know what that term means now, don't you? Beware of the injured golfer. golfer. I have an idea, but explain. I've told you what it means. I've told you this before. Mate, I've slept so since So basically, then. like, your expectation levels are low when you're injured. So you play better. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Well... He's not up there right at the top of the betting, but he's not far off. So, favourite, Rory McIlroy. That does surprise me, I'm not going to lie. Is that just because he's coming off a win? Like, I mean, he's, does one win instantly make you favourite for the next week? For me, probably not. He's a past champ though, isn't he? He is, but then so is Morikawa and he's not up there, he won it last year. He beats Bunbury most recently, hasn't he? That's a fair point. Good point, well made. So then you've got so Rory eleven to one, Ram, Spieth, and Thomas at fourteen to one. Big Bryce, you know. Hey, can we just say how often is John Ram like up there as like one of the top favourites? Yeah, but you look at this; it's all it's basically the top ten in the world, isn't it? You got Bryce up there at sixteen to one, DJ at eighteen to one, Shoffley and Hovland at twenty-two to one. Then Morikawa is a little way out at thirty to one, and he's the defending champ. Okay, then who, who's winning? It's, it's at um, where's it at that's a good point that's a very I know where good it is. question I know, don't tell me I've got it in my head I know exactly where it is it's at Keir Island Keir Island Kiowa Kiowa Island, Island. Uh, never heard of I it I mean I'm on Matt Wallace since I'm here and, and I can see his practice oh there. wow it looks unreal apart from that big black netting that's in front of him that's netting to stop them wrecking up the team yeah I know <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not stupid mate but for me I would love to see Rory win it However, I, I'm going to go with Xander Schofield because I think he's due a big win. I really do. I think he's due a major because the the way he's played and how consistent he's Why? been. Because look, look at the finishes that he's had, and how like in the bigger events. So the Masters last year, he was up there. The Masters this year, he was up there. So I think he's knocking on the door. So I'm going to go Xander Schofield to he win. He had a big win though. Go on. He won the HSBC uh, in... Yeah, I'm talking majors. Fair. So he's up there, isn't he? Yeah. He's been up there. He's knocking on the door. I'm going to go Xander Schofield. I'm going to go Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Back in his man again. Look at him. He gives me all this about Bryson. No, 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 no. And you are... I'll give you oh, Jordan actual Spieth. reason oh, Jordan why. Spieth. Looks like his putting's back. Okay. Okay. He's one of the straighter drivers on tour. Now he's... Back there, right? Okay. Yeah, he's not the longest, but no. a USO, uh, USPGA is known for having quite thick rough, so prize on hitting fairways. Yeah, but they said that they said that about the US Open last yeah. year. Look at Bryson. Bryson's gone, mate. Um, he's my guy. Well, I mean, he, this week he finished tied ninth. Also, can we just go back to Matt Wallace? The event finished on, I believe, Saturday. You had ample time to get over there. <laughs> You're fuming about that, yeah. are you? <laughs> it finished on a Saturday, the event. We could have flown Saturday night and got there Sunday. He still then got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to prepare for the event. At the end of the day, it's just another tournament. 
Sometimes these guys make the majors. Ooh, it's major, it's major. Yeah, it is a major. Yeah, you do earn more money. And yes, they are the biggest prize in golf. But you can sometimes make them too much of a thing rather than just turning up and acting like it's another event. Well, put it this way, I'm not picking Matt Wallace as my favourite for this week. <laughs> you got beef with Matt Wallace, have you? I've got no, no beef with him. I think I've got, got a moral right to him. He's got big beef with Matt Wallace. Right. Don't slide into so my you're DMs, going, So you're going Jordan Spieth, I'm going Xander Schofield. Can't wait for the event. Starts Thursday. That. Starts Thursday. You heard it here first. The winners are, kid. So. Talking of beef. Talking of beef. Right, okay. So let's just put this in perspective. When you're playing co- golf in a competition at your local golf club or at your golf club, right, you expect it's going to be a little bit slower on a medal round, don't you? You expect usual round that takes three and a half to four hours is probably going to be four and a half. Yeah. Four to four and a half. Yeah. And this really... Maybe four really, and three quarters. Yeah. This really, really, really gets my goat because... Gets your goat? Yeah. It's, it's a term of phrase, mate. Like, I never heard that term of phrase. Please, please tell me what it means. It winds you up. Winds me up. But why is it goat? I don't know, mate. It's just a turn of phrase. No, but why, why is it gets you goat? Shh, I'm going to punch you in the face. Shut up. Why is it gets you goat? Anyway, it, it winds that, me can up. Can we just clarify that? Get you goat. I'm sure that's what the term is. I've heard other terms like gets on you or gets your back up or gets on your goat. I feel like you're trying to make me look silly now. No, I'm not. I'm but actually, it's actually, a... I'm actually actually asking the question. Oh, yeah, it's a turn of phrase. I don't know. I don't I've know. I've never heard get you goat. This is not golf related. Right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Get you goat. Carry so. It really winds me up. <laughs> is that all right? Is that better for you? What, what noises do goats make? I don't know, mate. Stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> a friend of ours... <laughs> right, stop now. Stop. Leave do, that do joke you, there. Do you know what we'll do? It's dead. When, when you, you name, killed when you name it that person, and dug it up and buried it again. When the, you name that person, you go, uh, our good friend... <laughs> 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 so, a good friend of ours played <laughs> in a medal round last week. I think it was Wednesday that he played. And... Basically, he's on the sixteenth hole. hole. On a hole, on a hole. Let's not name the golf club. All right. Okay, he's in one hole, and he's walking past the green of the previous hole, having teed off, and a guy comes up to him and says, "You're playing very slow." I'm right. My reaction would be, "Shut up." (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You need to do one, mate. Like you're playing very slow. So obviously. Our friend has then sort of said, what are you on about? Like, this is not just a round of golf. You're playing in a comp. Like, if you want it, It's your best go, in it? It's your best go at doing the best it, round you can. It affects your handicap. Yeah. He obviously wants to be up there. It's stroke play. So you, you, it's not like points and, no. and whatever. Everything matters. So this guy's approached him, said that, kicking off. Wow, so he's playing. What, what is it? Why the hell are you... Say I'm playing slow. Yeah, it's not like you had a marshal or something. Exactly. If a marshal comes and says, you said, right, yeah, we'll speed up. Fair enough. You're a marshal of the golf course. You're a no one, mate. You're a no one. You, sir, are a no one. So there was a bit of back and forth, and basically what happened is this guy ended up walking off. I mate saw him walking off the He's obviously the had a bad day, hasn't he? He's had a bad day and he's taking Yeah, but there's no need to go and ruin someone else's round. Because that, yeah, that could have easily That's ruined our friend's like round. That's what idiots are like at golf clubs. That's what idiots are like at golf winds, clubs. This what winds me up. Who are you to sit, tell me to move quicker? I'm playing at a good speed. Why are you telling me to speed up? Keeping up with the group in front. Exactly. I, I, I'd have really lost my head. But, that, but for me, I don't think you know, our friend's like this, but that would have ruined my round. Yeah, but you're a bit of a baby, aren't you? <laughs> Rich. You know, um, you know what gets on my nerves? The guys and the ladies at the golf club who prize their rounds 
I'm running around. So, okay, you go, oh, how did you play today? Three hours, 34. Grow up. I mean, no, 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 how did you play? Yeah, we got around in three hours. No, 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 what did you shoot? 100. Okay, well, so you shot miles over your handicap, but you're bitchly prizing around of how fast you went. So the first one they'll come off, not how you play. Oh, it's good speed that today, wasn't it? Great speed that today. Last time I checked, it's quite expensive to play at a golf club, so get your bloody money's worth. Exactly. 100%. It really winds me up. And, and you know what it goes hand in hand with? Them saying something like that and then stood on the tee with their hands on the rips. Oh, oh, oh and then the mate. Hands going up like, oh, what are you doing? Honestly, mate, it winds me up. It winds me up no end. Like, stop trying to ruin someone else's round. I think the next time that happens to me... Just because you're having a bad walk. I'm going to just... I've, I'm going to literally ruin their walk. Oh, mate, I'll be... I, if, if They're going to get my goat. Uh, yeah. It, mate, I'll I'm be... I'm going to throw my goat at them. <laughs> mate, it, honestly... You, sir, are getting the goat. Honestly, I hope it comes across how annoying I am at this. How annoying it is. So... His blood pressure's gone up here. Let's leave it there. Face is very red. I'm going to get absolutely fuming. Okay, so let's move on to our final section of the week, Tech Talk. Now... I used to wear FootJoy shoes all the time. I used to think they were really nice. So the FootJoy Pro SL, the FootJoy Classics, the FootJoy ones with the three bands on, icons. Um, all really nice shoes, right? Sorry. I'm just going to interrupt here. So, just to prove that I'm right. No, I didn't prove it. I'm saying you're wrong. Well, why are you questioning it then? I've never heard it. Get my goat saying you're annoyed or angry. Gets my goat. Thank Gavin, you. There's Gavin on there. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just an example. Get the goat. Gavin the goat. So, go on. Foot joy. Okay. Used to be really nice shoes. They're flopped with these ones. Yeah. So, they've gone for like a street style. Uh, and they're called the Flex XP Camo Shoe. They're like in a turquoisey, greeny, oh. bluey colour. And black and grey. It just doesn't... It's like a sock halfway up as well. Do you know what the thing is, though? It's like they're trying to do something that they're not good at. Yeah, they're good at just like a traditional classic. Golf shoe. Like look at like, like Footjoy Classic, yes. Footjoy Icon, uh, the Pro SL, all really good shoes. But yes. you stick to them. Like look at um, look like Ian Poulter. Like a sock shoe. Yes. Like a football yes, shoe. Yes, yes, That's what they look like. Yeah, but you look at Ian Poulter. Every week he's got a new set of Footjoys and they look class. Like the yeah, old like school ones. Icon yeah, ones. yeah really old nice. school and they look class. Stick Real to that leather, because they, because they must be they must do all right off that. So why do you need to branch out? Mate, the Pro SL, yeah, very, very popular shoe. Because for me, you look at their shoe, you look at that, this XP camo shoe and compare it to, like, the Adidas Stan Smiths that we spoke about last week. Yeah. I know which ones I'm picking. I mean, they just look like they're going to let water in. They look cheap. The sole, I don't like how the sole are made up. Like, I just think, stay in your lane. Yeah. You have you have a lane. It's like they're a shit pair of Jordans. Yeah, you, you have... <laughs> Oh God, that's, it. that's your sponsorship going with Fudge anyway. So <laughs> you have a you have a, a lane that you are really good at, yeah. and credit to them, the shoes are class. They're not my cup of tea, but they're class. However, I guess how much they are. They're expensive by the sound of how it. How much? I would say that kind of shoe. Looking at the looking at them being basically a sock. I would say you're looking at around. 50 to 60 pound for that kind of shoe. 94 pound 50. Ridiculous. 119 dollars. How much are the RSGs? Less than that, 70 quid. Exactly. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying, they're really good at what they do. The, the shoes that they make are, are quality. Just keep doing that. Yeah. Because you obviously do all right off it. You're a big old company. Well, yeah, number one shoe in golf, I think. Exactly. Well, that's not going to be, is it? That's going to flop that. I just think, I think, I think you're right. They're trying to do something that's not 
in their lane. Yeah. They're trying to diversify their they're brand. More, they're more like the middle lane person who just sits in the middle lane, steady Eddie, nice shoes. Turns out the classic. Yeah, they've tried to get in the outside lane. Get back in that <laughs> middle lane, son. Um, so, yeah. I'm completely with you on that one, mate. Completely with yeah. you. So, sorry for it, Joy. Sorry uh, for it, Joy. Please don't send us any. Um, <laughs> I mean... Josh, you, like, uh, actually, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't quite mind those grey ones, actually. They're actually all right, then. Uh, I don't, so, any, size 10 and a half. Uh, uh, <laughs> anything for free gear. Size 9, actually. Uh, anything for free gear. Sm- fit small, then. Fit small. <laughs> okay, guys. So, that wraps us up for this week. Don't forget, yes. it is a major week. So, yes. that means our review next week will be a full in-depth of what's happened uh, over the course of that major week. Which means I've got to stay up extra late to watch it. Yeah, which is not going to Just be for you guys. Um, so have a great rest of your week. Don't forget, if you do enjoy the podcast, please share, 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 yeah. share. Pass it, Peter Pass Crouch. It on. Pass that pod. Pass that pod. Thanks for listening. See you next week.